Hello, and thank you for tuning in to a pod of Born to be a Star. Today is Tuesday, the day after Monday, the day after the holiday, the day when you're going back to work, the day when everything happens all at once. Yay for Tuesday. Anyways, let's get to it. So, what are we talking about? First of all, Let's remember our star power. Let's remember we can put do anything we put our minds to. And let us remember that, yes, we can. Life will tell you what you can't do, what's impossible, and all the things that might not be accomplishable. But I'm here to tell you to disregard all that shit and just live your life. Live your life, okay? Live it and enjoy it. Literally, enjoy it. The mirror is a tool that allows you to see your reflection in it. It allows you to understand who you are and to love your reflection. And I dare you to do that. It's just a Tuesday and it's just another opportunity for you to be the most amazing version of you that you can be. And I'm here to do it with you. I'm here to take your hand. I'm here to shine brightly beside you, with you, next to you. We are stars and we have star power. Your ability to ignite the world with your happiness, your positivity, and your perseverance is just what the world needs. It needs another firecracker. It needs another person fearless against all the odds, fearless against all the talk, fearless against anything. It needs you. Every part of the existence of the world needs you to be that person. And I know you can do it with me. Yes, we can. Life is too damn short to be finding ways you can't do something or to be feeling like you're not worthy enough. It took for me to look at um, a celebration of John Cena for WWE. And I watched it the past weekend with Skip and it it brought tears to my eyes. Like he is an amazing man. And the saying that he uses is an amazing saying. And it's just that is what we need. That. So I'm going to invite you to chase that happiness and positivity and make it a part of who you are. Just that. Moving on to the next part of our conversation, which is the best part of our conversation. No media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed, because they lie to us anyway. So yesterday we talked about the fact that Biden is just an apocryphal moron. Today I want to point out the fact that he's openly saying that he's going to try to create a law for Roe v. versus Wade, even though the Supreme Court denied it. How does that work? Congress is not going to come together on anything. They're not. In the Democratic Party, you've got two people that are not going to agree on anything with the Democratic Party. So you've got 48, not 50. There's that. Um, Next, Biden can't go on TV saying one thing and not following the law. Just because he needs some of these people that might believe in abortion doesn't mean he should single out those that have different views and different values. 
I'm sorry, abortion is not a right. It's not in the Constitution. You can't change the Constitution because you want to because it's going to benefit you. That, that's just not how this works. And if you think it is, you're confused. The audacity of him claiming he's going to change all these different things because it benefits him. It's all about what benefits them to win. They keep failing, like, horribly, right? And they keep blaming Trump and anything that they can possibly blame. What exactly are they going to accomplish with this January 6th crap? What? I would love to know. Because I don't. And I'm just wondering. What exactly are they going to accomplish? Are they going to punish someone that's not the president? Why are they trying? Why aren't they talking about what Hunter Biden did? Why aren't they talking about the collusion that's going on with Ukraine in the United States? Why aren't they bringing any of those things up? Why are we just stuck talking about Trump? Why do you people want to induce like pain on people? Because you don't like their decisions that they made in the Supreme Court. Why do you want to mute out people's opinion? Some people don't like Democrats. They don't like what Democrats have to say. And they don't like the legislation that they try to pass. Some people believe in different things. Isn't the idea of America that we can have opinions? Because it doesn't feel like it. Just saying. It doesn't. Anyways. I want to encourage you, I want to inspire you, and I want you to hear what's being said here. I want you to know that it's unlikely Biden is going to be able to change the outcome of the Roe versus Wade decision in the United States. And for him to lie and act like he's going to do something is just pathetic. Not only just that, but maybe it would have been a better idea for Republicans to hold off on this until maybe somebody Republican got back into office. I mean, I, under, I personally understood why they did it. It was an opportunity to get it done. And I'd like to point out the fact that nowhere in the Constitution does it say anything about Roe v. versus Wade. And I'd like to point out that the Democratic Party wants to remove our Second Amendment for our right to bear arms. They want to do all these things, take our our power away from us, the little bit of power that we have for ourselves. And they want to empower themselves more. The government isn't who you want in control of anything because the government destroys everything. The inflation rate is horrible. Me and Skip are trying to buy a house right now or a condo. There aren't any for us to buy. There's nothing on the market. We're going into a recession and the Biden administration wants to keep talking about Roe v. versus Wade. But I got to be very real with you right now. The economical issues in the United States are far more important than legislation on Roe v. versus Wade. I know you might not like what I just said. I know you might think I'm going against women's rights. But if we're going to talk about women's rights... Do women really need to have the right to decide they want to kill an infant or a child or life? How messed up is it that you want to remove life?
I'm not saying that every situation is the same, but you know how many situations where the person's life wasn't in danger? Do you know how many situations where the person wasn't going to die from some sort of like thing that was wrong with them? And do you know how many times abortions have happened? This isn't about women's rights. Just like that don't say gay bill wasn't about women. You can be whatever sexuality you want. But the politicians will use any topic to distract us from what's happening. And I'm pretty sure if your life is in jeopardy and you can't have a child, it's likely they'll find a way to save you. But a lot of women make the decision that they want to have the child. And sometimes that doesn't happen. Honestly. Politicians. Use talking points to service themselves. And they don't care about you. They don't. So. Be fully aware of that. And be strong. I don't want to support a group of people that are unwilling to hear what I have to say. And I think for a long time, and I'm admitting some honest things here, I don't think they've ever cared about anything I have to say. I watched my parents work very hard for what they obtained in their lives. And it's just fucking sad that they will punish the middle class person, but reward the person that doesn't pay taxes. Why do we keep having to give sympathy and this awakeness to somebody that does not deserve it? Why aren't we rewarding the workers? Just, it's funny because now companies are having a very difficult time filling positions and there's now hiring signs everywhere the great resign of 2021 was absolutely hilarious you can get a job very easily right now but we're going into a recession so is that going to change likely it will but the thing i'm trying to point out is that How is it that they want to punish people for trying to live their lives and just live a normal life? They just want to follow the laws and they just want to do things the way they're supposed to do it. Now, you want to punish them by making them overpay taxes and tell them that their money is being used for something else. The Democratic Party cannot deal with power. They need to be removed. It's over. They've done a horrible job, and I'm not saying that the Republicans are perfect, but when I'm comparing the two here, I'm going to go Republican. There's going to be an awakening in this country, and I'm not going to be on the side of the, the party that wants to punish working Americans for working. When you've created a horrible group of people that don't think they have to work. I'm not with that. That's not how I was raised. It's not how I grew up. Responsibility, you can't hide from that. It, what, what are you seeking here? 
What's making you think that you can get away from the idea that you have to be an adult? Why why would you be trying to run away from that? Just a thought, right? Anyways, next part of our conversation outside of no media allowed. It's not just abortion rights. It's not just Roe versus Wade. It's not just the EPA shit. It's not just the guns. It's the fact that the United States is in debt to China and they want to keep giving money to Ukraine. It's the fact that they want us to be sympathetic to Ukraine, but we live in America. It's the fact that they want us to eat the gas prices. They want us to eat the fact that groceries are being charged at an ungodly rate. And they want us to eat the fact that it's taking longer for shit to show up at our house that we're ordering. They want us to eat all of the fuck ups that they've done. And they want us to just be okay with that. There's no responsibility. There's none of that. It's just accept this because we told you to. I'm not a robot, so I'm not doing that. I'm not a sheep either. I'm a leader. I'm not okay with this shit. If you want to do this to someone else, you're not victimizing me. I'm sorry. I don't really care about anybody else dealing with something. Do they care about me? While I do have sympathy, I do have empathy, and I do care for certain people, that doesn't mean I have to care for everybody. And you have to be careful doing that because then you're going to lose sight of yourself. And when you lose sight of yourself, then you're going to lose sight of everything else. That's unhealthy. And America is unhealthy. Middle class is being treated like shit. The 1% is being victimized to be the tax bearer of everything. No, I'm sorry, Democrats. The 1% don't owe you nothing. But you owe us everything because you say you're going to do one thing. Then you get elected in the office and you do nothing. AOC and it is an embarrassment to women, minorities in New York. And so is Jamal Bowman. And so is all the losers on the left. And I hope that they get everything that they deserve. Moving on to the next part of our conversation. Is art dead? I don't think art's dead, but. I don't know if it's a good idea to be majoring in art in college unless you want to be an art teacher. Like, it's okay to have a craft and like to do certain things with art, but should you make that your, like, main money grab? No, I don't think you should. I think you have to be far smarter than that i think you have to be aware that that might not be a good idea now i like art i like museums i like looking at art online i like walking around in museums and looking at it i find it fascinating that's me um but would i want to invest my time like actually studying it i don't know like i still love picasso i love my I love a lot of, like, thing like, Michelangelo. Like, I love all, like, the old type of art. But then again, I like the new type of art as well. And I also love fashion. Like, oh, my God. Fashion is just, ugh. It's everything. Being able to coordinate colors and textures and just, it's everything. Who doesn't want that? Who doesn't want the ability to make things amazing, Right? That's the thing, isn't it? It should be if it isn't. Art is 
creativity and creativity is living so i dare you i want to inspire you to maybe get creative at home maybe find a, an adult coloring book or maybe color with your nephew or niece maybe have some fun why not art can be very fun and you should enjoy it i got an adult coloring book and i got these really cool markers and we started coloring and sometimes we have like dinner dates or we have like fun weekends and coloring is the activity that we do together and it's very enjoyable so why not do it so many stations on Sirius and some of them are good and some of them are okay uh I like Sirius I like the ability to avoid all the crappy commercials with like local stations and I'm not really into the radio like that I think new music is trash and I like having options for something different and that's what Sirius provides me with it's paid for entertainment like I I pay for Amazon I also pay for Pandora and I pay for Apple and we pay for Sirius too so that means the majority of whatever we can listen to we're paying for it it's not free uh Skip has a membership to um another group for the journalists and uh, he likes to watch, listen to House of Strauss on there. And um, that's fun, too. I think it's very important that you have a variety of things. that match up to what you want to listen to the other reason i don't like to listen to the radio and the reason i like uh serious is because i don't like commercials that's why i pay for pandora that's why i pay for amazon that's why i love all these options because i don't like commercials i can't deal with that now some people will deal with it but i'm not one of them so if you've got a serious uh, membership, you could listen to Howard Stern. You could listen to a lot of like things. You could listen to um, what the fuck is his name? The guy that used to have the uh, the show on TBS, but he got a podcast instead. It's really a fun place to listen to podcasts and a bunch of things too. Kevin Hart there, a bunch of other cool cats. It's a different genre. And a different vibe. And if you haven't tried it. I think you're going to like it. I'm just going to say it. Next part of our conversation. The importance of rest. You can't go out every day. You can't possibly get up every day at 645. And then get out of work. And then think that you're going to go somewhere all the time. That's impossible. Don't do it to yourself. Don't make yourself out to be somebody that you aren't. It's not worth it. Like, be strong in the ability to not want to be that person. That's all I'm saying. Sometimes you need to rest. Sometimes you need to come home and you need to lay down. Sometimes you're going to have to go to bed before 1 o'clock in the morning. Especially if you work at a full-time job and the job requires you to be alert and on your toes and focused. And requires you to know what you're talking about then you're going to want to be rested for that. You're not going to want to 
be like falling asleep and stuff. Like that's not good, man. It's not good. So you want to avoid that if you can. Moving on to the next part of our conversation. Beach days. When do you go to the beach in the summer? I feel like uh, it should be celebrated on a weekend day where you can maybe you get out of work early on a Friday or you've got a Saturday off. I feel like the beaches are good for Saturdays or Sundays. Who has the availability to go to the beach that works full time during the week? I don't know. I mean, unless you're on vacation, I would say that. But if like be careful, that's all I'm saying. That should really be a weekend activity, especially if you work during the week. Just saying. Beach days are where you jump in the car, shovel in some towels, some chairs, an umbrella. If you want, put some water shoes in because I don't know how much of that Long Island water you want. Um, and enjoy the sun. Not a care in the world for a couple of hours. Don't be a victim. Be a leader. Exactly. Like, remember I was talking about politicians or whatever. Don't be a victim. Don't be a victim. Stop always talking about how someone puts you in a position and how are you going to get out of it. Instead, find a way to... Be a champion. Turn your victimhood into championhood and be about some amazing kind of a life and and separate yourself from the sheep of the world and be the lion and the tiger and the bear and be unapologetic in that. You don't always have to be a victim. Find a way to be a champion and find a way to be a survivor and wear your survivor button and be amazing and unapologetic for being amazing. Just saying. Anyways, next part of our conversation. Food. No, watching things. So, Stranger Things. Oh my God, they're renewing it for another season. Do you think if I complain enough on like the Twitter, like the Instagram of the company that renew it for another one? I don't know. How long are these shows supposed to go before they start getting questionable? I don't know question upcoming after that they had this show that i was really interested in watching on um hbo but i don't know let me get you the name of it there's so many things that i'm looking at it murders in the building which we talked about yesterday outside of murders in the building on hulu i don't know if hulu actually has anything worth looking at i mean let's check it out Life in pink, I don't know. Maybe. But why is he making a, like, movie about that? Who knows? There's so much questionable things on Hulu. Like the Kardashians, like, seriously, bro? 
I don't know about that either. I really don't know if I'm going to watch Big Sky. Like, Skip said it's okay, but I don't know. Really, there's nothing on there that's worth watching. Like, and I'm trying to find some things that I kind of feel like I might want to look at, but I don't know. Like, Helix, which we already watched, was okay. But, you know, I'm into, like, mysteries, and I'm into, like, horror, and it doesn't have a lot of things that I like on there, so I'm, I don't know. They put Godfather of Hollerm on there in the sun, but we'll have to wait and see. There's some thing called The Girl from Plainville. I was going to put that on my list to watch it, so we'll see what happens. Also, Handmaiden's Tale should be returning soon, so we'll see what happens in that. Uh, outside of that, uh, who knows what's next? There's there's a lot of things available on uh, Hulu. You just have to take the time to go through it. With HBO Max, um, I don't know. What did you guys think about that latest season of... What is the name of that sci-fi show that was on? I can't remember the name of it. The one with the robots. That was okay. Last night in Solo arrived, so we'll, I guess we'll finally watch that. Uh, there's a lot of like fun movies on, but nothing really serious. Like, I'm waiting for Westworld to come on. I haven't caught up in Doctor Who in forever. I mean, and I also want Harley Quinn to come on and the John Cena show, which I love. There's a lot that we have to wait on, so I guess we'll just have to be patient. But HBO is definitely a go-to if you want to find a good movie or a good show. HBO is definitely a yay. I still haven't watched the old yet, but I, I, I am going to look at it. Um, outside of that, there's Paramount Plus, which you'll always find good things on. And there's Disney Plus, but literally there's like nothing there. And we just talked about that yesterday. I'm just talking about all the options that exist. And they could do so much, but they don't do it. And it's just frustrating because it feels like, <coughs> what are you waiting for? Right? Like, what are you waiting for? There's lots of... Uh, Episodes of um, cool th- shows about animals, which I like. Like, they have this shark show that looks pretty cool. And the show about Hawaii that looks kind of awesome. But no actual shows that, like, are watchable. So that is questionable. And that Multiverse of Madness, it was good. But it wasn't like, oh my god, great, I can't wait to watch this again. It was just okay. So I'm just going to say that. Moving on to the next part of our conversation, let's get into food. So today on this episode of Born to be Star, outside of me loving Mexican and wanting to eat all the gorditas in the world, I got to tell you that I'm going to have to start doing a better job of what I'm eating and what I'm putting into my body. I understand the saying of You are what you eat and you get what you pay for. So taking that into consideration, I have been definitely eating differently. I had a bento box on Friday last week that was absolutely amazing. And 
I've been eating this ramen, which is just filled with all these veggies, and it's just absolutely delicious. And, like, like really, really, really good food. And I've been really trying to, like, have a variety of things that are better. I want to get away from, like, bad things. I want to get away from rice. I want to get away from pasta. I want to get away from sauces. I want to get away from fattening things. I want to get away from things I don't need to eat. I don't want to necessarily say I'm going full vegan, but I want to get back into eating better. And I want to get back into feeling better and living better. And I want to get back into enjoying my life. And I'm not saying I can't have a burger. I'm not saying I can't have french fries. I'm not saying I can't have a hot dog. And I'm not saying I can't have pizza. But I'm saying if I'm having that, then what am I not having? Because you can't eat one thing, then eat another. You have to be able to be honest with yourself. And that's important. So you need to surround yourself with honesty. And you are what you eat. So you're going to have to stop eating McDonald's. You're going to have to stop eating Taco Bell. You're going to have to stop eating Burger King. Like, honestly, I haven't had that in over a week or two. Now I really stayed away from that. And I got to tell you, I do think it's definitely made a difference. So if you're wondering about your health, getting rid of fast food is the first step. So get rid of it. And don't feel bad about it. Also cooking. When it's hot in the the summer, sometimes you don't have to cook every day. And like if you're going to cook Monday through Thursday, then don't cook on Saturday and Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Those are order out days. Like we typically have something to eat where we cook at home Monday through Thursday. So I don't want to cook on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. That's too much. And I was meal prepping and I was really being strategic with it, like picking out meals, going on Pinterest, doing all these things to have that. But is that really necessary? I don't know. Like, it takes up a lot of time and it takes up a lot of effort. And honestly, now that I'm finding out that for $15 or $10 a day, I could just go buy something to eat somewhere and not have to do it myself. I kind of want to avoid that because I don't have a lot of time. And when I spend like hours meal prepping, that takes away from me relaxing or that takes me away from spending time with my family or enjoying my life and I know that it might sound selfish I'm saying that but in all honesty I think meal prepping should be for like the winter especially because I live in Connecticut or I live in the east coast or whatever so I feel like meal prepping for me should probably be in the winter because meal prepping in the summer is time consuming and annoying and I just don't want to do it like and then my options for meal prepping like I'm supposed to use rice and then like all the go-to things I want to make involve pasta and rice and pasta is carbohydrates so I don't want to use either one of them I'm trying to stay away from that so I really feel like in order for me to live better I'm gonna have to Make some different decisions. And that's okay. So, just saying.
this health journey is an important journey. But in order to be successful on this health journey, you have to be honest with yourself. You have to drink mortar. You have to make changes. You can't do the same thing over and over and over again and expect results. You're going to have to do things differently. And why not? That's just it. If you want to feel better, look better, live better, then you're going to have to go seek that out and make it your reality. No one's going to hand you health. No one's going to hand you longevity. No one's going to give you what you can't get. You're not going to get into a smaller pant size. You're not going to fit into that dress. You're not going to fit into those jeans. You're not going to fit into that shirt you love. You're not going to be able to do any of these things if you don't work hard to get it. So I encourage you. I want to inspire you to focus on your health. I want to inspire you to eat differently. I want to inspire you. Maybe if you don't want to meal prep every day, then don't do it. I want to inspire you to try new things. I want to inspire you to love what you love and don't apologize for it. This has been another episode of the one and only Born to be a Star. And I will see you same place, same time, right here on Wednesday, giving you the news from Star herself. See you tomorrow, guys. Thanks for tuning in to the pod today. And don't forget, you are a star wherever you are. And don't forget the mantra of, yes, you can. Life is short, but if you're aware of the fact you can do anything you put your mind to, then nothing can stop you. Fear is created so you won't do what you can do. Be stronger than that. See you tomorrow.